Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Good morning. It's Wickety Whack Wednesday. Good morning, Janelle. Good morning. Good morning to all of all of, all those of you listening to us on the iHeart Radio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. That sound could only mean one thing: the Ottawa Senators are going to win the Stanley Cup. Okay, is that what that sound only means? <laughs> the Senators have won their last four games. They started by beating the Islanders last week. They played the Leafs on Friday. They beat the Habs on Saturday, and they beat the Habs again yesterday. Yeah, they're definitely on a fantastic roll. Mark my words, this team will win a Stanley Cup. They're only six points out of a playoff spot. There's 30 points separating Ottawa from first place Boston in our division. We're going to win this division. We're going to beat everybody. And we're going to be like the St. Louis Blues, who won uh, about five years ago, yeah, four years ago. Yeah, that was an unbelievable feat that they managed to get from, like, the bottom. Yeah. Somehow. This team is reminding me of the uh, you you weren't here at that time, but we had the Hamburger run where um, Andrew Hammond uh, was the backup goaltender. He went, he became the uh, main goaltender, and we went on a, an amazing run. Came up short, but we had an amazing run. This team reminds me of, of that team. Everyone's coming together. All mm-hmm. the, the the signings in the offseason are starting to come together. This team is going to win a Stanley Cup. Watch. I mean, we had, like, a fantastic start to the season, and, like, the middle of the season hasn't been, like, what anyone expected it would be with the excitement around the team and all of the signing that did happen last summer. This team reminds me of uh, my first season being the PA announcer. It was 2006, and they were great at the, at the start, and they they were like crap by November, people were calling for Daniel Alfredson to be traded. The the legend in Ottawa. Mm-hmm. Trade Alfredson. I was working at the sports station at the time, and we get calls every day. Alfredson's crap. He's, he's not a leader. This team went on to amazing things. I'm telling you, this team's got something in, in their juice. They're drinking something in those water bottles. <laughs> they they're going to win Stanley Cup. So if you're if you're a betting person, you know, put some money on the Senators. I'm going to put a couple of shekels down for the Ottawa Senators shekels, if I lose. He yeah. says. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah. year are you living in? Um, the only thing that I am hesitant about is anytime you make a prediction, Stu, things go awry. So have you just cursed our Ottawa Senators? Not at all. Are you sure? I swear. I I sometimes curse the weather. Because I can't stand, mm-hmm. I can't stand winter, and I always say winter is over. But I'm telling you, when it comes to sports, you're going to take my the advice from a guy who got kicked off the sports station. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> when you think useless, think of Stu. Hey everybody, welcome, welcome. It's Stuntman Stu's useless fact of the day on Move 100. All right, boys and girls, gather around the old machine for another useless fact. Now, Augusto said, "Wouldn't that make it a useful fact if it's travel device?" If it's what? It, if it's useful, travel advice? I guess, probably. <laughs> well, it's a useful fact, but it, it could also be useful. You're never going to want to visit Japan. Well, I already did. Okay. Um, <laughs> for those of you that have Japan on your travel list, take it off. Because you know what they do in Japan? What? They put ketchup on rice. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's a reason to not go visit a beautiful country. That is correct. That's the same reason why I won't visit Australia because they have a lot of spiders. Well, you but like I went and I ate and I ate in Japan twice and not once did I see somebody. Put, I didn't even see a bottle of ketchup when I was there in the restaurants. Well, according to my research, my useless fact is that people in Japan commonly put ketchup on rice. Hey, I say do what you want to do. Rice, if I ever, like rice, is a staple over there. 
I understand that, but if I ever see somebody in a restaurant putting ketchup on rice, I'm going to do something about it. Well, I'm telling you that I didn't see any ketchup in any of the restaurants I went to. <laughs> so all right, maybe so, don't take Japan off your bucket list. <laughs> all right. What do you give me that for that fact? Like, not a good score, Stu. I think I can only, like, I I, I don't think I can, I can give you a four. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> We need to hear your scores, though. You've got to text them in at 10-0-30 with your handle. What did you think of today's useless fact from Stu? Ooh, Bitterman. Ooh, that's a crappy fact. I give you a six. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. Spiders I get, but ketchup? Meh, says Turtley Sharon, only giving you a six this morning as well. Oh, fantastic. has got my back, and she says, ooh, and they gave me a 10. Thank you very much. I love what Diva Cloud says, but you don't have to eat it, Stu. Sigh. Japan is still on my bucket list. She only gave you a 5 out of 10 this morning, Stu. Hall of Famer's ghostwriter and his dad, Pierre, the de- dehydrated Frenchman, usually have, they have my back. They said, that's a terrible fact. The kids in my house put ketchup on everything. Sorry, Stu, we give you a 4. Yeah, I'm not surprised. At least your mom has your back. Your neurotic mama gives you a 10. She says soy sauce or oyster sauce is okay. I, I put soy sauce on my rice last night. I made rice and shrimp. I mean, that's a pretty common thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I would never in a million years put ketchup on my rice. Uh, uh, Sleepy Lees, who gave me a 10 for being totally useless, two for being who cares. Um, been there, but it was on lockdown, so I want to go back. Stu, we put pineapple on pizza. Should you leave beautiful Barhaven? But I'll give you a 10 out of 10 from PEI, says Hall of Famer Gusto. <laughs> <sighs> Cranky Craig closing it out with weird people also put uh, pineapple on pizza and gives me a five. Exactly, Thank you. exactly. Well, not that impressed this morning. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? All right, well, the weekend's top of the Juno nominations list that were announced just uh, yesterday. He's got six. That puts him as the front runner. Um, and the uh, for the ceremony for the third year in a row. So he is up for um, a single of the year with Sacrifice, both best album, best pop album for Dawn FM, also nominated for artist and songwriter of the year. So um, he could be breaking records <laughs> if he ends up coming home with some of these awards because really he's only behind a few big Canadian artists like the tragically hip Celine Dion for the amount of awards that he's already won. At the fact Juno's. that he's in, in that class it just tells you how amazing an artist he is. And he's done it in such a short period of time yeah. as well, which is incredible. Um, so who else is up there? Avril Lavigne has made quite the comeback and uh, she's actually up for five nominations this year year at the Junos. So the uh, organizers also announced that uh, they've got three performers that will be happening. This is the 52nd year and all happening in Edmonton coming up March 13th. So uh, we've got Jesse Reyes and first-time Juno nominee, a Santa B for Contemporary Indigenous Artist or Group of the Year. And get this, Alexis on Fire is going to be up on stage as well. So, like, that's just, like, a very wide range of music that'll be yeah. up on stage. And Alexis on Fire just recently getting back together and um, making some music. So that'll and, be interesting. And see. the reason why the Junos are better than the Grammys, it's a shorter show. <laughs> there you go. And it's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of all things Canadian, uh, we actually have one of the 
best theme parks in the world, according to a new survey. Um, they basically did this through TikTok and looked at the top park destinations across the world, thanks to the hashtags that people use on TikTok. And Canada's Wonderland is like number six in the world, they say. Yeah. It's pretty cool because it's just down the road. Obviously, I know you probably can get there pretty easily in the summer. Um, and it is a good time. It's been years since I've been to Canada's Wonderland. It's also an affordable park to go to yeah. when, you, when you put it up next to things like Disney World. <laughs> I think Ottawa needs a theme park. And I would put it right off the 416 near Barhaven. Yeah, yeah of course. It's got to be near you. Why? Well, because totally. you, hate, you hate roller coasters. You don't even like roller coasters. You know what? If, if Ottawa gets a, a, a theme park off the 416, I'll go on the roller coaster. The biggest one? Yeah. You would do it? In a heartbeat. Okay. Let's make it happen, Ottawa. <laughs> and that's what's trending. It's brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Stephanie and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. To feel like a kid again. When was the last time you felt like a kid? Because who says that adults can't be childish? We know they can. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for me, I actually just had an experience like this while we were down at Beaches, Turks, and Caicos. You were what just... What happened? Well, you heard us talk about the the massive water park that oh, is yeah, there. Yeah. And yes, it is littered with children. <laughs> but one day, Adam and I decided, you know what? We're going to go to the water park and we're going to have some fun. And I cannot tell you the last time I had that much fun laughing, giggling, going down the water slides and just like feeling literally like a kid again. I saw the water park because I went there to get ice cream. And I walked by it. There was a lot of kids waiting in line. I'm like, I'm not going to go in front of the kids because I'm there by myself. And the other parents were like, who's a, who's a creep by himself? <laughs> well, yeah, maybe just you there by yeah. yourself might look a little strange. Yeah. Adam and I were tandeming the, uh, like the big red slide because they've got the double tubes that you can take down there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we probably looked a little less creepy than you did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but there wasn't any lines. Honestly, we just ran up to the top and we were able to go immediately. That was one of the things that I loved about going to that water park. Because remembering a water park as a kid, it was yeah. just like it was just you stood in line freezing your butt off until yeah. you got back in the water for like 20 minutes sometimes. And I did the, the not the water park, I did the slide on the boat on the back of the catamaran where I got stuck. Yep. And after that experience, I said, I'm not going to go to the water slides. <laughs> Only I could get stuck in a water slide. Yeah, but I mean, that's a, that's the fun of it, right? At least yeah. you tried. And uh, we want to know when the last time you felt like a kid was, like, and what you were doing, because there's going to be certain activities that kind of like bring up childhood memories or something like that. Oh, I've got a great uh, story when what I went it? to Tromblon with my kids. Okay. Um, I used to go to Tromblon. We used to take the kids every summer to Tromblon. Tromblon is very expensive. So if you go there, you have to take advantage of all the experiences. And have a luge, and anybody that's gone to Tromelo knows what the luge is. You get go to the top of the mountain, and you go down on a little go-kart with a handbrake. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I took both my kids down this thing. First time, my daughter didn't want to do it. She's like, I'm scared. I'm like, no, Isabella will be fine. So I posted a picture on the Move Facebook page of me and my daughter with my son driving behind me, and that is the most fun I've ever had. Uh, you feel like you're a kid again. 
Yeah. And anybody and can do it. Were you hesitant to do it? Like how many Not years ago chance. was it? Okay, so That's this isn't like a roller coaster for you. This is a no. fun experience for this, you. you. You control the speed. Okay. You can go as fast as you want or as slow as you want. So you were just cranking the whole brake the whole time down the <laughs> No, no. I mean, the first time <laughs> I went down, I, I had no idea what, what I was doing. But the second time, once you do it once or twice, you keep going up because they charge you for it. Trust me. Uh, but it, it's a great experience going on the Luge Trombone. How many years ago was that, Stu? Uh, we went started going nine years ago. We went for about three, four years. Okay. So it's uh, been a while since you felt like a kid. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get you out doing some fun things again. Totally. I definitely go back to the Lucia Trombone. <laughs> because you got to do this every once in a while. You got to do those uh, childlike things to just like breathe life back into you. So when was the last time you felt like a kid, and what were you doing? Because that's the key here. Give us a call, 750-1100. Now, I thought that this was something that only happened in the movies, but Karen did it just a few days ago. Says you got to try it to feel like a kid again. We'll get to that in a few moments. We're talking about the last thing that you did, though, that made you feel like a kid again. I love this comment on the Move Facebook page from Kim. She said, on Saturday, my son was invited to a birthday party, and I got to play laser tag and loved it. Oh, uh, I love laser tag. Uh, I haven't done it in a long time, but it's so much fun. I know. This was like the birthday party thing yeah. to do. If you did this for your birthday, you were like the coolest kid in school. You were. <laughs> I loved doing laser tag. Um, you can't be feeling like a kid without Disney, right? I mean, like you can't go to Disney World and not feel like a kid again. Yeah. So Rob texted us at 10 30 and he said that his partner and he went to Orlando, Florida together. Together. They went every to they went to every single Disney park. So they went into every single ride. That included the animation rides where you go through the animation. They ended up doing it all. They went and they did the little mermaid sing along ride. They attended the Mickey shows. They were like, it was just bringing back all of like the yeah. Disney Channel memories and all of those days. Um, they also went out and got themselves some Mickey Mouse ears and just really threw it back to their childhood. Wow, must have cost like $25,000. Yeah, must have been not a cheap way to feel like a kid again. Here is a cheap way to feel like a kid again, though. Karen said just last Thursday it was her birthday and her daughter's, and they had an ice cream cake. Well, they had an ice cream cake fight in the kitchen with the four grandkids watching and giggling. (laughs) I don't know. I I don't know how I feel about this. I'd lose my mind. Oh, we know you would. So you've yeah. not even t- partaken in an ice cream fight? What if it wasn't in your kitchen? Then I would totally take part in it. <laughs> would, that wouldn't happen in my house. Have you ever been in a food fight before? I have. Really? In college. Oh. In 1991 at Dawson College in Montreal, the cafeteria was set up in four spots. The Italians and Greeks, the Jews, everybody else. <laughs> It was literally segregated in a, in a good way. Okay. And the Italians and the Greeks, because I was sitting with the Italians, started shooting like somebody uh, threw a panini and it got shot back. And then we had a full blown food fight. Oh my gosh. How many it was people insane. Got, like how many people got kicked out of school? Nobody got kicked out of school, but several people were taken to the uh, front office. I was one yeah. of them. Oh, because you're yes. an instigator. I wasn't the instigator. I just, just I took part and it didn't run out, out uh, fast enough. And I didn't tell my mother. And my mother's listening to the show right now. Sorry, mother. This is her first time hearing it. Yes. Oh wow. Okay. But I got kicked out from Dawson College. <laughs> I was, not, I was not asked the, not, not to come back. Fight. Not for the food fight. No. For something else. <laughs> for something else. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu. Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending?
So our lovely province of Ontario was front row and center on Jeopardy the other night. And we had an entire category dedicated to our province. They called it Worst Case Ontario. Really? (laughs) Yeah, you know that reference from the Trailer Park Boys? Yes. (laughs) All right, so they challenged the contestants on our province's geography, landmarks, and hockey teams. Okay. Okay. And I have decided, Stu, I'm going to put you and everyone else to the test right now. No with problem. A few of the questions that were asked that night. All right, hit me. Okay, you ready? Mm-hmm. King Kong, he's uh, his he's real and he's climbing this 1,815 foot structure. His eyes filling the windows of the revolving restaurant. Uh, CN Tower. Yes, of course. That's an yeah. easy one. We started it out easy. Okay. Thank you. This province, directly to the west, makes a series of nighttime cow-tipping raids causing general chaos. Manitoba. Okay, he knows his geography. I do. The intra-province rivalry between the national capital's Ottawa senators and these provincial capital NHLers come to a fever of hate. Uh, Maple Leafs. Okay. Now, here's the last one. This was the hardest question, I think. Okay. Uh, Ill-tempered aquatic creatures emerge from this great lake upon which Thunder Bay sits. Uh, Great lake, great lake. I know the great lakes. Uh, Do I need to give you the music? uh, Hang on. Great lake. Superior. (gasps) Oh, my gosh. She got it. (laughs) And also because I saw this last night at TTV Ottawa. You bugger. I saw uh, Trisha Bowl and Matt Scooby doing this last night, so I, was, I had a, a totally... It was not in the background, but I know this stuff. Yeah, sure you do. Sure I you do. do. I do. Okay, well... I, I knew the first three, but took a guess in the last one. Uh, <laughs> well, congratulations. You well, would have won some cash on Jeopardy. I don't get a prize? No. Your You're prize cheap. is just, um, I don't know, just bragging rights, I guess. Okay. <laughs> That's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut today? All right. Today we have on the line with us Jackie and Lisa. Jackie made it through first, so we'll let her pick her categories. Good morning, Jackie. You ready to win? Yes. I love that I'm not playing against Angie this week. She took off for a nice vacation after we got back from work vacation. So is that I, fair? It is. It, well, her husband won at work, so <laughs> they had to go. They had it planned before. Yeah. yeah. But... Yeah. Uh, what ca- are the choice of categories? All right. So thank you to Wallacea Barnes. He sent in our categories. We have either double F. There, so there's two Fs in those words, uh, like back to back, or uh, words that start with the letter F. Uh, words that start with S. All right. Words and that start. F as in Frank, just so you know. Oh, F. Oh. Yes. F. All right. Um, yeah, sure. All right, okay. words that start with letter F. Three, two, one. Not the mother, but the? Father. And I'm looking at your? Face. And uh, that's not real. It's very? Fake. And, oh, I feel very? <sighs> Faint. Yes, and it's not true. It's? False. And I have a big? The people that are uh, in my house? Family. Yes, and uh, I'm sort of blank in Barhaven. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Sort of. 
Healing? Uh, couldn't come up with anything better for famous? I couldn't. I was I was on a roll. <laughs> you guys did fantastic. You got yeah. six right. So nice, nice job, Jackie. It's going to be a hard Thank score you. to Thank beat. You. The best you've done, I think, in a while. <laughs> All right. Let's see how Lisa does. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning. You got to be fast. Oh, I guess so. Okay. All right, the, the category is double F, F, the letter F. Yeah, as in Frank, double okay. F. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Three, two, one. You're going to work where? At the? Where are you working? Are you there? Hello? Did we lose her? Uh, are you there? Okay. Oh. She hung up. She hung up. <laughs> Wow, I've never seen somebody hang uh, up before. Yeah, should we just get somebody else on the line quick? No, it's fine. Jackie can win. <laughs> Jackie, you win. <laughs> Jackie. Yes. You won. You, my default. Yay. I, think, I think you scared the contestant. Win my default, but to be completely honest, I think you probably would have won anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been a hard score to beat, and this category was a little more difficult. Um, so congratulations, Jackie. Thank you. We have a $100 gift card for Lotto 649 for you. Perfect. Enjoy and good luck hitting the jackpot. Thank you. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. You know, your family can't have nice things because of you, Stu. What I do? <laughs> you ruined Netflix for your family before you went away on vacation. I did? Yes. What I do? Your passwords. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> Today is National Password Day, and, um, you know, the way they, have, they make us do passwords these days is just, it's oh. so complicated. There's so many to remember, and it's just, it's just overkill. And I love when they they don't accept the password you, you submitted. I, it's, there's an uppercase, a lowercase, a sign, but they don't like it. Yeah, I know. They're like, yeah, this password's too weak. And I'm like, I yeah. don't care. I remember this password. Yeah. So before we left, we uh, for Turks and Caicos, I stayed at the Sheraton uh, by the airport. And I was I wanted to watch Netflix because Netflix was on the TV. I'm like, this is great. I can watch it on my phone, but it'd be even better to watch on the TV. I, uh, so I go to Netflix and I... I couldn't remember the password, so I said, resend me the password, and I'll just do a new one. So I changed the password, didn't let anybody in my house know. So I got a message from my wife a couple of days later. She's like, did you change the Netflix password? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. She, was, she said, what is it? I'm like, I don't know. I don't. You didn't that's write the, it down? No, I, and that's that's the thing. I'm really anal about doing this, but I always forget. I put, type in the new password, but I forget to save it. Mm, smart. So yeah. I had to re-change it again for the third time, and I wrote the password down. You wrote it down. So where, so where do you keep all of your? Like, I'm not trying to get into your passwords, but do you keep it in a, in a document on your phone? Yes. Yes. Okay, I do too. Whatever happens if we lose our phone, we're screwed. <laughs> we're just completely screwed. It seems, and I hate you know getting a new device and a new phone and having to re-log into all of your accounts and oh, your yeah. passwords and. Because nowadays you don't really remember the passwords because most of the time it's just like a face recognition. I mean, most of the time I have a lot of passwords set yeah. that way. Yeah, and as do I because that's the best way to do it. 
It is, you know, and that's probably the safest way to do it. Yeah. But they also say the safest way to do it is to have a different password for every single thing that you do. And these Bull days, crap. like, you know, I must have at least 20 plus passwords that I need to remember. And I'm going to tell you, quite a few of them are the same. <laughs> it's so annoying that we have to change them all of the time. And it's National Change Your Password Day. How many people are changing their password today, honestly? Do, do people change them regularly, like on a yearly basis? Do you go in and change? The only time I change my password is once I've been hacked. <laughs> yeah. I know with work email, we have to change our passwords every 90 days. Yes. And on my phone, because I have a work phone, I have to change my password on my phone every 90 days as well, I think. I'll bet you dollars to donuts. When Andrew comes back on Monday, she'll forget her password. Is she? Well, it's been two weeks. She always forgets her passwords. I love her, but she always forgets her passwords. (laughs) This sounds scary. Somebody just texted us at 10.030 and says, I got locked out of my notes on my phone that had all of my passwords on it. (sighs) I'd be dead. I wouldn't I wouldn't oh, yeah. I wouldn't be able to access yeah. anything. If there is a better system out there for passwords and remembering them, please let us know. Please let us know because we seriously need some help. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Well, the weekend topped the Juno nomination list that were announced just yesterday. Six putting him as a front runner for the ceremony for the third year in a row. Um, he has been nominated for Best Single of the Year for Sacrifice, both Best Album and Best Pop Album for Dawn FM. Also nominated for Artist and Songwriter of the Year. Close behind him um, is... Avril Lavigne, she's got five nominations, really making quite a uh, comeback in the last couple of years after being off sick. And they have I remember, also... I was going to say, I remember when Avril Lavigne was starting her career. She was vis- visiting us at the radio station. Yeah. She was very new from Napanee, didn't talk a lot, but we made her smile. I mean, what was she? Probably like 16, 17 at the time? She was young. About, yeah, yeah. she was 17 at the mm-hmm. time. And they have also announced uh, three performers that will be at the 52nd Annual Juno Awards, which will be held in Edmonton. We've got Jesse Reyes, um, a first-time Juno nominee, A. B, um, a con- for Contemporary Indigenous Artists and Group of the Year. And also, rock group Alexis on Fire is going to be up on stage, which is kind of neat because the band has only just gotten back together. If you want to get to the Junos... We actually have a chance for you to win your way there right now. So you can head over to our website, move100ottawa.ca, and uh, you could be there March 13th in Edmonton. Oh, that'd be pretty cool. It would be. So make sure you enter in for that. And um, we saw this happen with the song Running Up the Hill from Kate Bush. Complete resurgence. Everyone fell in love with it, all thanks to the show uh, Stranger Things. Well, now there is a new song that has seen a 4,900% increase in streams on Spotify. What the hell is that? (laughs) 
That's a long, long time by Linda Ronstadt. And if you don't know why that song is, um, you know, having this big surge of popularity, it's because you're not watching this amazing show that is out and you definitely need to put it on your watch list. Show's called The Last of Us. It debuted on HBO as their network's second most watched series premiere in more than 10 years. And um, over 6.4 million people tuned in for their third episode, which aired just this past Sunday, which is why that song is going bonkers. Why is that song ever recorded in the first place? <sighs> my gosh. <laughs> Not Seriously, a fan of that you song. do need to give this show a try. Um, okay. It has quickly become my favorite show. Uh, on I what look forward platform? to watching it every Sunday on Crave. I have Crave, yeah. And just to give you like a little tiny mini rundown of the show, it is basically apocalyptic world. Zombies have taken no. over. No, 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 no. But it, like, but it's it's there's something about this one. It's different than all the other ones. I can't do those and zombie better. shows. Like, I'll leave you to the zombie. And it's show. based on a video game, which no, like took me worse. took me a long time to get on board with it because Adam was a big fan. But honestly. The this is this is a fantastic show and is blowing up on HBO. You can watch it on Crave. It's called The Last of Us. Okay. Only three episodes out so far. Look for it on uh, right. Sundays. Ladies and gentlemen, moves password to paradise. Winner. Welcome to paradise. It's time. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So make sure you pick up your phone if we call you. Yes, Let's please. Do it. Uh, looking for Joey, please. That's me. Joey Lattisur? Yes. Uh, have you entered a contest recently? Yes. Are you looking to get to a warmer destination? It's quite possible. I mean, you know, maybe today's my lucky day. It is your lucky day, Joey. You're off to Turks and Caicos and Beaches Resort. You ain't you ain't kidding me. No, we're not joking. I'm not. Stuntman too. Yeah, and Janelle. And calling. Janelle. Hey, Janelle. <laughs> is Angie on holiday still? Yeah, she's yes. in Mexico. Oh, well, well, these guys become my two favorite breakfast hosts. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing, guys. Holy, uh, I, I, I'll keep the profanities for later, but uh, wow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I'm going to have one very happy wife, I can tell you that. Yeah. What's her name? Uh, Jose. Jose. Yeah, Jose's going to be very happy. Maybe someone at work is going to hear this and let her know, but I'll be. Uh, I'll, I'll have to call her before she hears it through the grapevine. So. <laughs> yeah, you want to uh, be the first one to get her the good news. These guys keep giving out these trips, and every, every morning I hear it, I'm like, man, would I ever be a hero if I won this? And guess what? I get to wear my super cape tonight. (laughs) You don't have to buy any anniversary gift, any birthday gift for a long time. Valentine's Day is coming up. I already got it covered, it looks like. There you go. Now, Joey, you were probably following along while we were down there, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So what are you looking forward to the most? You know, you guys talk about it for two years there, and it seems to be such a nice uh, nice environment, nice people, and uh, the weather always sounds fantastic. We're, we're personally, we go to the Dominican Republic. That's our destination. Mm-hmm. And this year, we're like, we hadn't gone in three years because of COVID, and we're like, we're going we're gonna to try it. I, I looked it up for, you know, and I'm like, man, just outside of my budget a little bit. You know, I'm like, I wish I could go, I wish I could go, and here we are. It's way in my budget now, so. <laughs> well, you're going, my friend. Well, fantastic. Well, thank you again, guys, everyone at uh, Move, and uh, this is fantastic. You just made my day. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Finally, a YouTuber I can get behind, Mr. Beast. You might know that name. Yeah. He is a pretty popular um, YouTuber, but he has done some good with his mass success that he has on the platform, and he has helped 
a thousand blind people see again. Oh my God. So he has just shared this video and uh, basically he wanted to do some good. And so what he did was team up with Jeff Levinson, who is an, um, I hope I'm not butchering this, an ophthalmopeleologist <laughs> and surgeon okay. to provide cataract surgery for uninsured people who are legally blind due to cataracts. Wow. So first he kind of started looking at maybe contacting homeless shelters um, and trying to see if there was anybody there. They, they created a list of 40 patients at first in the um, in a certain in Jacksonville area. And uh, the doctor performed the surgeries all within a single day. And then after that they connected with another team uh, which is a nonprofit that provides free eye care around the world to patients in need and that organization helped them link up with a total of a thousand patients so these surgeries were completed in about three weeks and i mean some of these people like haven't been able to see in years one for example said you know I've, you know, I just haven't been me for the last 62 years because I couldn't see. And he's like, I can actually see your face now. I love when people are making money and doing good things with it. Yeah. So on top of, you know, making sure that a thousand people can see now again for the first time in um, many, many years, he also gave away some cash, uh, $10,000 to a number of different patients. He bought one of them a Tesla, donated $50,000 to another's college fund. So just could all he, around a good could guy. Could he pay off my, the balance of my mortgage? Are you blind? No. No. <laughs> I actually did get cataract surgery two years ago, so I know what's... Yeah. So I, I have an understanding. I don't know what it's like to be blind, obviously, but I know what it's like to get your eyes uh, put under a laser. And to have them fixed, like the drastic yeah. the drastic change it would have made for you. Think about it if it was in a much worse state. Yeah. Yeah. So, Mr. Beast, proud of you. And hopefully more YouTubers can do some good uh, like he's done with his awesome platform. And that's all the feels on Move 100.